When we see someone fat, the first thing that comes to our mind is that this person must eat a lot and avoid exercise. For nearly a century, obesity research has been predicated on the belief that the cause of the disorder is an energy imbalance between calories consumed and calories expended, to quote the World Health Organization. This is a well-spread thinking, obesity is an energy balance disorder, people get fat because they take in more calories than they expend. They stay lean when they don't. When a friend is fat, we call him fatso. It is a fun part but is it fun to be fat? But is energy imbalance the only reason? You will be surprised to know many things in medical and other fields have been treated with a particular paradigm. That does not mean that it is always correct. Diabetes has been treated for a long time, but scientists cannot find a cure somehow. Diabetes is generally not cured, it is contained. Similar problems have come up in battery technology. Why the research in battery technology is not galloping is anybody's guess. Compared to diabetes, cancer research has made much progress in the last five decades. Disclaimer, my knowledge in all these fields is limited, and I write my comments based on what I read. This is the central dogma of obesity science. Virtually all obesity research is interpreted in the context of this balancing principle. All related public health discussions on obesity, the common chronic diseases and the very nature of a healthy diet rely fundamentally on its implications. The energy balance theory is true, but that is not the only reason. We had a family friend who used to go to a gym every day for one hour. She was on the plumper side of life. She went to see her doctor about controlling her weight. She said, I don't eat much, but still, my weight is always unmanageable. The doctor asked her what she had eaten on that day since morning. She said, hardly anything. With tea, I had some buttered toast. Then for breakfast, I eat an omelet and hash brown. Before going to the gym, I eat a bowl full of peanuts. After the gym, I had lunch with my husband. But he was late today, so I ate a few chocolates before lunch. Yes, the energy equation matters. The twin epidemics of obesity and diabetes have become a public health crisis. The director of the World Health Organization has called it a slow-motion disaster, and the World Bank has named it a ticking time bomb. Those assessments were made before the appearance of COVID-19, for which obesity and diabetes are second only to advanced age in elevating the likelihood of bad outcomes. The failure to make meaningful progress in treating or preventing obesity cannot be ignored. This energy and energy out conception of weight regulation is fatally, tragically flawed. Obesity is not an energy balance disorder, but also a hormonal or constitutional disorder, a dysregulation of fat storage and metabolism, a disorder fuel partitioning. Because these hormonal responses are dominated by the insulin signaling system, which in turn responds primarily, although not entirely, to the carbohydrate content of the diet, this thinking is now known as the carbohydrate insulin model. Its implications are profound and straightforward. People don't get fat because they overeat, consuming more calories than they expend, but because the carbohydrates in their diets, both the quantity of carbohydrates and their quality, establish a hormonal ecosystem that fosters the accumulation of excess fat. That the environment plays a critical role is a given. The undeniable evidence is the enormous increase in the prevalence of obesity worldwide. 12% of Americans lived with obesity 60 years ago, more than 40% do today. Something has changed in the environment, especially in diets or lifestyles, to trigger such a dramatic rise in the prevalence of obesity. So what is it that really makes people fat? 
Some people claim that they eat only air, but still, they become fat. Others really eat a lot and hardly exercise. On the contrary, some eat a lot and do not become overweight. So there are many combinations. Balance of energy is definitely one reason for a significant weight gain. We can say that some bodies are designed to retain more fat and hence become obese in simple language. Some other things like quitting smoking trigger an increase in body weight. There are a couple of reasons why people gain weight when they give up cigarettes. Some have to do with the way nicotine affects your body. The nicotine in cigarettes speeds up your metabolism. Nicotine increases the number of calories your body uses at rest by about 7% to 15%. Without cigarettes, your body may burn food more slowly. Cigarettes reduce appetite. When you quit smoking, you may feel hungrier. Smoking is a habit. After you quit, you may crave high-calorie foods to replace cigarettes. Some ladies gain weight during their pregnancies. This is natural, but the increase depends on many factors. Ladies do not gain weight in proportion to their original weight before pregnancy. Weight gain in pregnancy is fine, but some ladies cannot bring their weight back to normal after pregnancy. There are many reasons for this. Our stomach is like a sack. You can keep on stuffing food in it. In pregnancy, the body needs more healthy food because it supports the child. But post-pregnancy, the ladies forget to switch back to a regular diet. They forget that the child after birth gets food from the outside world and not the mother. The end result is we see healthier mothers. People also tend to gain weight after marriage. Husband and wife tend to do things together. They indulge in food just to please the partner, to please each other. The wife generally decides the culinary habits of homes. She wants to keep her husband happy and make different foods, including sweets and desserts. A family always avoids wastage of food. Instead of cooking the correct quantity, they finish off the remaining food, thereby overeating. So next time you see a motu, don't decide that the fellow is fat because he overeats there are many more reasons.